Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. The Bell and Pollock Legal Podcast. Today we're talking about MedPay. What is MedPay? Why do you need it? What the heck is this anyway? Did your insurance company explain it to you? Did your insurance agent explain it to you? How does it fit into the ordinary scheme of things? Bell and Pollock, we're injury attorneys. As you know, we do a lot of car crash cases, truck crash cases, bicycle pedestrian cases, motorcycle cases. We're talking about med pay. We're talking about protecting you and your family. We're talking about payment of your medical bills. And so we're going to get into this podcast today. And one of the questions you ought to ask right at the beginning, well, Gary, Brad, you guys are talking about med pay, but why do I need it? My agent told me I should waive it. I should get rid of it because I have health insurance. And if I have health insurance, they're going to pay for my medical bills anyway. So am I not just double paying my premium? You guys want me to pay for med pay, and you guys want me to pay for my health insurance too. And so why would I do both? That makes no sense to me. Well, today, we're going to make sense of it. You're going to understand it by the end of this podcast. And that's why we do these shows, to educate you. At Bell & Pollock, we educate and advocate. We are injury attorneys. We got offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. We do all kinds of radio shows on all different venues in, in the state of Colorado. We do our one-hour-long Champions of the People Injury Show on various venues and every week, every Saturday, every weekend. And we give you details on different injury subjects. Look, we've covered everything from premises liability. If you go into a big-box store, merchandise falls, you get hit in the head, you have a concussion, you have medical bills, we cover that. We do that. If you have a, a car crash, a truck crash, we do that. We are your injury attorneys, and I tell you what, we're the only law firm that spends the time, the money, and the effort to educate you week after week after week, right? And as a community service, every Saturday morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, we do our KHOW live one-hour call-in show where you can call Brad and I, on any legal subject. So, we've devoted a lot to the community. We want you to be educated because if we educate you, you can protect you and your family. So, today we're talking about med pay. So, Brad, let's, let's talk about the basics of med pay that's on your own car insurance policy. And I know you're going to talk about waiving it and not waiving it, but I also want you to talk about the limits and the statutory limits plus what you can do to increase those limits, if you so choose. And then I'll tell you what I do on my own policy. All right. And the answer is, yes, I do want you to get both health insurance and I want you to get med pay insurance. Please get them both. Please get them in the highest amounts you have available. Uh, and if you get your health insurance, if it comes through a company, somebody you work for, or some other uh, situation where you don't have a lot of control over what the deductible is or what the HSA is or what the, the necessary uh, payments are that you have to co-pay or what you have to pay first before your insurance kicks in, understand that MedPay is a very good device to help you with that. Now, I'm going to start, although I'm breaking the rules on what you want me to say, I'm going to start by saying I want all of you to realize, everybody who's listening to this, that 95% of you, 97% of you, driving your car is the most dangerous thing you do in a particular day. It's the most dangerous thing you do in a particular month or in a particular week. Think about it. Most everything else you do, you do at you you're in your home or at your job, and you're not really having your physical safety at risk. 
Now, forgive me for those for those people who have more dangerous jobs, but the basic place where you can get hurt the fastest and you can have your life change is in a car crash. And driving a car is a dangerous thing. Uh, all I got to do is talk to you about how many people are distracted drivers. All I've got to do is talk to you about how many people are rookie drivers or beginning drivers. All I've got to do is talk to you about how many people are under some kind of influence of something else, a drug, a drink, or something else when they're driving. And you start realizing, I'm driving my car down the road at 30, 40 miles per hour. It's pretty fast, folks. I understand we can go 55, 65 on the highways, but it's still a fast movement. And you're driving down that road. You're stopping your car at a stoplight. You have no control over whether or not that person behind you is going to crash into you. You have no control as you're going through an intersection as to whether that person coming from the other side is going to run through the intersection and smash you. You have no control over whether or not you have some person who's a very inexperienced driver who's going to hurt you. It's the most dangerous thing you do. Now, should you have coverage to protect you for the injuries that you may experience if you're in a crash? The answer is obviously yes. Where do you get that coverage? You can say your health insurance is going to cover it, but your health insurance has two drawbacks. One is that it has deductibles, it has co-pays, it has money that it does not pay and makes you pay first. And the second thing is, is that when you go to recover from the, the at-fault driver, the person who caused the crash, when you go to recover, when you recover that money, if it's been paid for, if the bill's already been paid for by MedPay, then you get to keep the money. You don't have to give it back to the car insurance company. If your health insurance company paid for the bill, you have to give the money back to the health insurance company. I'm going to hit this one with a sledgehammer. We're going to cover this. You're going to listen to this. This is so important. Let's use a numerical example so everybody can understand. All right? You're in a car crash. Let's say you have $100,000 of UM coverage, which we talked about in a different podcast, a different show. But let's say you have $5,000 of MedPay, all right? Or, or let's say you listened to us and you bought more than $5,000 of MedPay. But in this example, you have $5,000 of MedPay. That, that, by the way, everybody, that's automatic. It's on your policy. The only way you don't have it is if you, is if you waived it for some reason. If you have an insurance agent who convinced you or even suggested that you waive it to save a few pennies or a few dollars on your policy, Fire your insurance agent right now. Go get an agent who cares enough about you to convince you and to talk to you about those few extra dollars are the best protection you can have. And if you're in a crash, you're going to make it back. You're going to be okay if it's a crash that you didn't cause. Even if it's a crash you caused, you're going to have that coverage. But if it's a crash you didn't cause, you're going to be able to get your money back. Just you, you need to make sure you have that coverage. Right. And, and to back to our numerical example, you have $5,000 of med pay. So you go in, you're treat, you've been injured in a crash, and your medical bills, let's say, are $20,000. Okay? $20,000. If you use your health insurance, this is what we said at the top of the show, well, why should I have both? If you use your health insurance and you recover from the outfall party $50,000, you have to subtract out of your $50,000 recovery the $20,000 of your medical bills and pay the health insurance company back the 20 grand. You have to subtract that out. You don't get to keep that money. It goes back to your health insurance company. One more time, you get $50,000 from the at-fault driver's insurance company. You think, wow, that's a great recovery. 
all right? You had $20,000 in medical bills paid for by your health insurance company, so you have to pay the health insurance company back the $20,000. But now, if you had $20,000 of med pay and you recovered $50,000 from the at-fault party, you don't have to pay med pay back the 20 grand. You get to keep it by statute. They don't have any choice, and they don't like it. They don't like a lot of things, but they don't like that because they don't get paid back. So that's the difference. There's the point. Brad, let's expand on that. If you have med pay, you keep the money from, for your injury, which you were the one that was injured. If you have health insurance, you got to get the money and take out of your recovery money to pay the health insurance company back. Right. And if you've been using your health insurance and all of a sudden you realize I've got a copay of $10,000, guess what? You can use your med pay if you use it per- appropriately, if you're careful. If you have, I think you need attorneys to help you with that. You can use that med pay to pay your deductible to focus on the deductible so that way you're not taking money out of the pocket to meet the copay. Uh, what's every bit as important and that you have to understand is that the med pay, it covers not just you. It recovers, it, it covers, I'm sorry, the people in your car, regardless of fault. It doesn't matter. It covers you if, you if you're not in your car and if you're in somebody else's car and they cause the crash. Oh, stop right there. All right, you're, 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 you're listening to our show and our podcast right now. We're trying to teach you. Come on. You're a passenger in somebody else's car. You're going on a ski trip, okay? You're going up the mountains, and you have an accident. You weren't driving, right? Right. Can you use the med pay of the driver to pay your medical bills? Sure. Can Absolutely. you use your own med pay, you're a passenger, to pay your medical bills? Absolutely. Wow. What a concept. And it doesn't have a deductible. It doesn't have a copay. Neither one are required under your med pay. So you, you've, you've got the money immediately. That's why you want to be careful if you just start giving that information, if you, if you willingly give that information to a lot of the, the caretakers because they're going to want to bill your med pay because they can get it quickly. They don't have to depend on you with regard to the money. And, and if you didn't cause the crash, they can't increase your premium because you're using it. If you're, if you're not at fault, you're entitled to have your med pay, um, pay these bills, and it cannot result in an increase in your insurance premiums. And you don't have to pay the med pay back once you recover from the at-fault party. Think about that. We just gave you a numerical example, okay? That could be a $20,000 difference. It could be a $100,000 difference. And we're not through yet because we're coming up in the podcast on how much you should buy and what you, should, what you do. But let's talk about a family, a family of four. You're on a trip, right? So, Brad... We got, the, we got the dad behind the wheel. We got the mom in the passenger seat. We got the two kids in the back seat. So, some idiot crosses the center line, hits your car, injures all four people in the family. Does the dad get med pay? Yes. Does the mom get med pay? Yes. Do the two kids in the, in the back seat get their own med pay each? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So you, med pay applies that way. You, you pay your medical bills, and you don't have to pay the money back like you do with your health insurance. We've said that. You're going to say, well, Gary, I'm sick of you saying that. Well, you're going to get sick of me saying it. You're going to get sick of Brad saying it because it's for your own good. It's for your own benefit. So, Brad, let's talk about another situation. Let's say you were involved in an accident, but the accident was your fault. That's right. right? You still get med pay? Without regard to fault, you get med pay. It kicks in right away. You have to understand this is a creature of statute. The intent of the legislature was to make sure that 
except for a willing deter- determination or decision by you to reject it. They want to make sure you have at least $5,000 of coverage to pay for medical bills regardless of fault. So if you cause it, you're still going to have $5,000 of coverage. Now, the, the, the wonderful thing about MedPay is, is rather than reject it, which you ought to be talking to your agent and your agent should be talking to you about, is increasing it. Because you go, well, $5,000 nowadays doesn't cover much in a, in a, in a medical uh, climate, in the medical arena. But I'll tell you, $10,000, $25,000, $50,000, $100,000, you can get more coverage. A lot of insurance companies do cut it off. So you have to look at your individual insurance company to determine. But I haven't seen an insurance company yet that won't let you get at least $25,000 and, and a lot of times even more. You know, I haven't either, but um, the point's well taken. Increase your med pay. I mean, you've heard us preach over the years, increase your UM, UIM. Increase your med pay. It's cheap. Just get a bid and shop around because your company might tell you, well, the most we sell, the most we sell in med pay is $25,000. And why would they tell you that? Because they're not going to get their money back. They're not going to get it back once you recover from the outfall party. So they say, well, we're only going to cover you for $25,000. That's the most. Some companies sell fifty, as Brad just said. Sell, some companies sell seventy-five. And I don't mind sharing you what I do. I called up my company. I said, what's the maximum you, of MedPay that you sell to me? What is the maximum? They said $100,000. I'll take it. I took it. If somebody takes me out of my game plan tonight, when I leave my law firm, I'm not going to be happy. And if they don't have insurance, and if they have no coverage, and they're going to say, I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. I don't have any insurance. I have a place to go. Now, the nice part about that is, is that, and of course, you have to do what's within your budget. Please make your budget to at least keep the minimum. Uh, but we, the nice part about that is, is that as, as a parent, when your child goes to get in, the, in somebody else's car to go to a, a ball game or to go to a movie or to go to something else, you know you just sent your child down the road with that coverage. When your spouse gets in the car and, go, and, and is going to go driving, assuming they're into the policy also, you know you just sent your spouse with that kind of coverage. So you know you sent them with that kind of coverage. And, and you understand that the protection is there. And then you can start, when the crash happens, you can start determining and deciding how you're going to adjust and a- appropriate the different amounts of money to the different payments uh, for medical care so that you've got yourself protected. And you also know that if I recover from the at-fault party, I'm going to be able to keep that money. I'm not going to have to pay it back to the insurance company. It's a win-win situation in so many ways. And you got to understand, this is, this is what the legislature intended. It intended for you to have this much coverage. And the first place you want to look at, for that money to pay, if it's necessary, if you don't have any coverage anywhere else, is when the ambulance shows up at the scene of the crash. Because that ambulance is going to charge you. They're going to make you pay some money. So it's important to make sure that you have the money. And a lot of times they're looking straight at your med pay to, for that ambulance service to get paid. Right. At the end of this podcast, we're going to ask you the rhetorical question, and you're going to answer us. You will give us an answer, and we're going to say, why would you have health insurance and med pay? But we're not asking that question yet. We've got more to cover. So now let's talk about the statute of limitations. Wow. The statute of limitations for a car crash in Colorado is three years. Do not assume. Do not assume you have three years automatically to file your med pay claim. You might say, well, 
I treated for six months. I didn't use MedPay, but I still can. Maybe you can. Or I treated for a year and a half, and then I, then I made a MedPay application with my own insurance company, and they said I waited too long. You cannot wait. Now, listen. We talk about this in our law firm all the time. Every insurance company, if you've got company XYZ or company ABC, every insurance company has their own internal, write that word down, internal statute of limitations for med pay built into their own car insurance policy. So that restricts the time period you have to file a med pay claim to pay your medical bills. And it's not probably going to be three years. You can make a claim for three years uh, against the outfall party, but med pay is likely, you need to check on it, to be shorter. And so, Brad, what happens when they say, well, you waited too long, or you filed a claim right away, but now we're past a year period of time, so we won't have to pay any medical bills. And you say, well, I bought $100,000 of coverage, and my medical bills to date in the first year have only been twenty five grand. Wait a minute. I've got years left to treat. And they try to cut it off by an internal statute of limitations in the policy. You can be in a bit of a fight. Uh, the first thing is, is uh, hopefully before that even comes up, you've gotten a lawyer. Uh, of course, if you've gotten a lawyer uh, and the lawyer has some experience in what's going on, the lawyer's checked the med pay to find out what amount of med pay you have and whether or not there's coverage and by when you have to make the claim. You do not want to get yourself into a fight as to whether or not the contractual language of, a, of the policy can defeat the statute of limitations time period because there's cases out there that say that it can. So you need to make sure you have some very aggressive and forceful people who are going to say, wait a minute, uh, let's get this med pay involved right away. Let's get this med pay at least protected to where we've made our claim, where we've identified that we're going to be using it. And maybe we haven't actually requested the money within the first year, but we're sitting there saying we're going to be using this med pay. So you've got the insurance company on notice. You want to be able to make that fight. And the best way to make that fight is to not have it at all. Exactly. Now, the, so, you know, you say, I listen to Gary and Brad. I listened to them on the radio. I listened to their podcast. They said the statute of limitations for a car accident, for me to recover, for my injuries, damages, and losses is three years. So I just assume I've got three years for a med pay claim. No, you cannot assume that. Some companies have a one-year internal, built-in, written in their policy, statute of limitations on med pay claims. You must know this. And if you don't know this, you will. Call Bell and Pollock at 303 303- 795-5900, or you're going to go to our website, championsofthepeople.com, and we will help you. We will analyze your policy for you. You will come in to see us. You can do that anytime, but we are teaching you today about MedPay and statute of limitations. Brad, there's another area. There's another area that you make the claim, and then some insurance companies have their own appeal process, and some of them reprice your medical bills. Let's say you go down to the doctor, doctor charges $100, then the insurance company, you put it in on MedPay, and some of them say, well, you know, that wasn't a reasonable charge. That wasn't a necessary charge. So I don't think we're going to pay that. What about that? Yeah, go tell the doctor that. See go what the doctor, the doctor says when you look at the doctor and say, hey, that wasn't a, a reasonable charge or that, that care wasn't really necessary, and therefore we're not paying you. Uh, you know, one of the things you want to do when you deal with your med pay and when you deal with the doctors getting the med pay and doctors being paid through med pay is you want to make sure the doctor is going to support their bill. 
And that means that the doctor is going to be there to state, yes, my bill is accurate, it's correct, and this is the amount of money it costs. You can't let the insurance company all of a sudden start governing and controlling your care. And a lot of times, even if the doctor agrees to take a discounted amount, if you need to use that doctor in the future, you may find the doctor not very responsive because they realize you have an insurance company that's not willing to pay the full price of that doctor's services. Now, you want to be able to look and say, look, I, my doctor is, is within a reasonable uh, area or realm of what the cost should be, what the expense should be. I want my doctor paid in full. If you're using the med pay to pay the doctor in full, then you do not want to get yourself into a fight like that. Once again, this is a lot of times where you want to have the protection and the strength of a law firm to stand behind you to help you enforce on the insurance adjuster who's different from the agent. Adjusters and agents are not the same people, folks. The adjuster is a separate person, completely independent of the agent, and really the agent has no control over that adjuster. The agent has no ability to tell the adjuster what to do. The agent can look and say, this has been a customer for 20 years or for 30 years. And the, the adjuster can look at the agent and say, I don't care. I'm, I'm, my job is, is to make sure we don't have to pay any money on your 20-year client or customer, and therefore we're not going to pay it. You can go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. You can contact us through the website. There's various uh, avenues and platforms to do that. Uh, there's a green button on our homepage and allows you different platforms open up to contact us. You can come in. You can have a tele, uh, telecom medicine, uh, telelaw medicine, I mean, excuse me, a telelaw appointment with us. You can do it by Zoom. You can do it in person. We will help you. If you've been injured, give us a call, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Just go to our website, Champions of the people.com. If you have a med pay question, a UM question, an injury question, a question for your family, give us a call, 303-795-5900. Our website, right? What is it? Champions of what? Championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we champion your case, your claim, your injury, and we champion it to win the war against the insurance company on your injury claim. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people for a reason. See you next week.